another installment of the Name Us Podcast. It's me, your host, Samuel Forrest Butler, and I'm here with two excellent human beings, Jesse Mueller. Hello. Who is here on site, and the great Colin McGrath. Please don't oversell me as excellent. I barely, like, uh, raise the, or meet the bar at, like, normal. <laughs> <laughs> the mediocre... We all rate Colin as a solid six and a half. Colin rates himself as a three. (laughs) The the outstandingly mediocre Colin McGrath. That's more like it. (laughs) What's up? Uh, Not much. Um, Kind of just hanging out at the house. Went to a Dragons game tonight. It was like right behind home plate, which was pretty cool. Yo. Yeah. yeah, seats were only 12 bucks too, which was even better. What? Dude, Dragons games are like the best value. What yeah, handy. well, um, we got the seats cheap because it was first responders night, so my dad and I went. And yeah, oh. his dad is a yeah. firefighter. Cool story about Dragons games. Yeah. So I actually went there on a date one time, oh. and we went to the we went to uh, the ticket office to buy, to buy some, and there was this old couple behind us, and they had this envelope. And they saw me and the and the girl in line, and they're like, "Hey, you two, we got some we got some tickets behind home plate. We're actually meeting up with some friends, and we're sitting in a different section. Do you guys want these tickets?" And I was like, "Uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. free, uh, yeah, <laughs> free." You say <laughs> it's free so, it's for me. Yeah, like, hmm, free fitty, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hooked us up with some sweet tickets. And yeah, super nice people. They didn't want anything for him. I was like, wow, wow, awesome old people. Yeah. Um, and nice. then good on them. So then part of that too is you know they have like the hype people that go out and do all the stuff in between. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. One of them found me. I I kind of stuck out at the time because I was actually rocking a top knot and I had a beard. I looked like uh, oh. I looked like your standard hipster. Yeah. And, uh, One hundred. And uh, yeah, and the dude was like, hey, we have an activity going on at this next inning and do you do you want to join him like well what is it he's like well basically you get in a poodle skirt and dance around I'm like uh okay yeah <laughs> so me and this other bald bearded dude went out in poodle skirts we were two of the manliest dudes out there manliest looking <laughs> dudes out there in poodle skirts dancing around may the record state i won the competition nice there may or may That's not be awesome. a video on the web of said occasion. Uh, I might have twerked, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So if I ever run might. for if if I ever run for public office, um, there's your dirt. Okay. I was gonna say that's not really that damning of evidence to disqualify you. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, you only did that. Huh. Except I found it more embarrassing than anything. Uh, They're like, yeah. no, you don't have yeah, to step I mean, down. No, you don't have to step out of the race. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't live with myself. They're like, you posted it to your own page, and you kept it on for like 50 you years. Didn't want to be in this race to start out with. <laughs> yeah, jokes was, on you. Joke. I didn't want to run for office anyway. Joke, <laughs> jokes on you. I was just here to get more exposure. <laughs> Good old stuff. Let's give a little bit of background here. So Colin and Jesse. Yes. Uh, one cool thing about y'all, y'all have a very tight knit group of friends. Yes. Yeah. How deep do y'all run? There's like what? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Uh, uh, it, well, uh, like 
well of the core, core group, group from yeah, core cross group. country and just high school in general is eight right yeah yeah so cross country and high school brought y'all together yeah yeah pretty much we kind of just most of us know each other from cross country and then just random circumstance of people knowing other people right and then the um, core group the core group just grew from there yeah and then we've kind of just stayed together through all these years not just because we're good friends but because we've been playing D D since our sophomore year of high school and we refuse to like let anyone fall out of that group yeah for <laughs> for real <laughs> it's like like, like we, poor, poor max has a kid our now first campaign last december and until then we kept the core group because we were like I may hate you guys right now, but we have D&D going on this week, and we need to get through this. <laughs> For real. Like, poor Max, he's a kid now, and like we're always pestering him yeah. to get on D&D, to get, get, come over and play D&D, and he's just like, mm-hmm. I have a child. Like, hey, I have I offspring. Mean, that's also, yeah. Yeah, though I do see him at work and stuff, so. That's good. I at least see him from time to time. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for a living, yeah. Colin? Uh... Well, I'm going to school for psychology, and then uh, to pay the bills, I am a barista at Dorothy Lane Market. Whoa, that's lit. You're a barista. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I basically get paid to make coffee and not throw it in the face of uh, rich white people. Of pricks. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, which I wouldn't be able to last with that, man. The minute some person asked me to do, like, something besides pour the coffee, I'm like... Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you want a little bit of creamer in there? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, unzipped pants. Give me some cream. Oh, I got plenty of creamer for you. <laughs> but no, most of our customers aren't bad, and the ones who are bad, uh, I usually put decaf in their lattes. They can't taste the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, you prick. Then they are just dragging. You want ass. an energy today? Nope. <laughs> it just shows them like slumped over their desk at work. <laughs> the narrator chimes what? in. And the moral of the story is it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and the moral of the story. Is... Yeah, that's cool though. That's yeah. that's way cool. I ad- I admire people who do that stuff because there's there's quite a bit. I'm always amazed by the people whenever mm-hmm. I go into Starbucks and they're like, you know, casting spells and they're very chipper, <laughs> pulling. Pulling stuff out of trees and mm-hmm. yeah, it's not that much witchcraft, but it is pretty fun. I do enjoy it. Plus, I, I get know. all the coffee I can drink to keep me upright throughout the day. So right. yeah, there's like literally no excuse for slacking on the job. Yeah, your manager's probably like, "Oh, really? Slacking on the job? You feel tired, huh?" Nah, she's pretty chill. Like pretty much everyone who works there is pretty chill. So that's good. And there's not like it's a really small coffee bar too so like it's not like there's room to slack anyways we kind of just get our stuff done and enjoy ourselves is is your bill is your store the one that's in centerville or the one that's in oakwood yeah so i used to work at the one in oakwood in the deli there and then i transferred to centerville for the coffee bar okay and it was it was like two minutes away from home as opposed to 20 for oakwood but now it's kind of the opposite way around yeah well, no, because Oakwood and Centerville are pretty much similar distances for the DLMs from okay. my ha- from the house we live in now. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that sounds good. And psychology. Yeah. So you're gonna read minds. 
Uh, well, more I, people I than mine. <laughs> but I, yeah, no, I um, I'm doing a major in psychology and minor in criminology. So I've, I'm hoping to go into like forensic psychology for the FBI or something like the criminal minds type Heck stuff. Yeah. Nice. Colin and yeah. I are gonna cross paths uh, in a career way, like twenty years from now. Yeah, and I'll probably. just be like, Colin, I need your help on this case, and he's like, I got you. <laughs> or it will just, or if it's you know you're still do be doing the prison guard thing, it will be, Colin, why are you here? Well, I need to interview this guy who's a serial killer. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about Fred. All right, I'll take it to him. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Mindhunter on Netflix? Uh, I'm still watching through it. I've seen like the first episode. It's pretty nuts. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I have like a huge queue of stuff I need to watch. Yeah. And instead of watching any of it, I'm rewatching Psych on Amazon for like the third time. <laughs> hey, um, if you're going to rewatch a show. Which, you know what? Well done because you used that GIF in the Discord server with uh, Gus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gus, yeah. yeah. Like, ah, well done. Well played. My family has all, what, eight seasons? All eight seasons. I'm not DVD. surprised. Yeah, we love that show. I, uh, yeah, I haven't watched all of that. All of my TV show watching as of late has been. Mm. I had a pie graph. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine point eight percent has been Naruto Shippuden, and, <laughs> and the other point two percent has been uh, Last Chance You on Netflix. Ah, mm. uh, that's the one where it's like the JUCO football players. The what? Uh, junior college football players. Oh, okay. It's mm. nuts. A lot of drama. Football is one of the most yeah, drama this... sports. It's funny because football is supposed to be like the manliest, rootinest, tootinest game in America. And mm-hmm. it is filled with drama queens, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It totally is. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal the amount of like drama that football has compared to almost any mm-hmm. other sport. Most definitely. It's hilarious. I mean, Jesse and I ran cross country. It was the chillest sport at high school. For real. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally just, we, we don't care. We're just here to run because we're too uncoordinated to do anything else. Right. It's like, shut up, leave us alone, and let us run this three miles and go home. I think I ran three miles once. And, uh, yeah, I think I, I ended re- up calling the, the uh, ambulance. Okay. Yeah, I hit the three-mile marker, and it was just like, and let's shut down. Yeah. And... Uh, there was actually true. one time because Jesse and I ran distance and track as well during the off season for cross country. Yeah. A sprinter accidentally ended up joining our long run group. I remember and that. And like maybe a mile in, he's like, guys, when are we taking a break? And we look at him, we're like, there is no break. We still have like six miles to go. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, he's no. Like, what? Why did they put me? Is this like, why did they put me in this? Why do sprinters do this? We're like, we're not sprinters. We're distance. <laughs> Jokes on you. Like, oh, a terrible mistake. We're not sprinters. <laughs> like, oh no! Like, like run with him back to the school um, because there had been a mix-up, and one of the uh, captains was sent him to um, see Coach Ramsey, who was um, the head of the sprinters. He asked around for Ramsey, and they thought he meant uh, John Ramsey, our friend, who also ran distance with yeah. us. And he was just like, hey, you are you Ramsey? And John was like, yeah, I'm Ramsey. He's like, cool, I'm supposed to be with you. And we were like, I... 
It, it was so. How did, that, how did that kid not know though? Like, I mean, because like sprinting, like, like coming out of blocks. Too, so we're like, why are you with us? Right, the, dude. I felt so bad for the kid because I remember. I remember where we were. We he must read... have been like an underclassman or something. Yeah, I think he was. Like, yeah, a he was a freshman. He had just oh, joined freshman? the team that oh. day. Like, oh. oh, I'm so scared. Oh, I don't know what to do. Yo. Yeah, because it was like still winter. We had just started doing stuff outside because it was still pretty chilly. Yeah. Because I remember we were in sweats and gloves and everything. Yeah. Still, it's a pretty good story to remember. Dude, Dude. track mishaps are hilarious. We had, so I threw in high school and uh, we went uh, to the district meet. And I focused more on, no, it was regionals. It was the regional meet. (laughs) So districts is like the first one, then regionals is after. So... (laughs) I uh, actually no, it might have been dis. No, it was districts. It couldn't have been regionals. There's no way the script could have gone from <laughs> districts to regionals. So, so I didn't really care that much about throwing shot put. I didn't dedicate myself to that. I focused more on discus, and mm-hmm. um, like I didn't really care too much about it. But I ended up going and watching the the people during shot put, and uh, we look on we look on the rankings and uh, we see this kid from Xenia Christian. We're like. Cause we had heard of most of the people being in Ohio, like how like spread out all the schools are. You normally cross each other's paths or you hear about these people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so like when we saw this kid in second place with this, like pretty far throw, we were like, huh, I haven't heard of this kid. Xenia Christian has a good thrower. What? So, uh, they get to the final flight and they're having all these people go. And then I see this this kid go up there who he looks like uh, the World of Warcraft dude on uh, on the South Park episode, the Make Love Not Warcraft dude. Yeah. No. This yeah. kid walks into the ring. An absolute chonker. And throws like a 20-foot shot put throw, which is just dismal. Yeah. Turns out they put his discus throw in for shot put. <laughs> and it still wasn't the it still wasn't first place. <laughs> it was second place is what they had him ranked. Just off of his discus throw. <laughs> oh my god! And that kid couldn't have been anywhere. Like that was the most anticlimactic thing ever, because it starts <laughs> off at like so. I think they do like eight throwers in each round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get to like the throw, and you're like, oh man, these guys are chucking it. And then you get <laughs> you get to this kid, it just waddles up to the ring and just. Bleh. <laughs> He got 20 feet because it was on an incline and rolled down the hill a bit. Like <laughs> He paid off a judge or something like that just to hit it on the roll when it finally stopped. <laughs> Ooh, that's funny. Oh, all that stuff. But yeah, so you guys... Yeah, so y'all, y'all go back. and yeah. Uh, But yeah, but the cool yeah, thing is like y'all like... still keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah, like all the time, because y'all still have your D and D that you, that y'all play, and we're all in a Discord yeah, we have chat. Yeah, D and D, all... and then we all have a Discord server. Yeah, uh-huh. that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. and now five five of them live together. No, four of them. Four. Oh. Four of them live together. That's well, pretty I cool. Mean, if we're counting Kent's other personality, then yes, five. <laughs> hey, don't talk about Megan like that. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So like four of us live together and we haven't killed each other yet, which yeah. is a good bonus. Well, that's cool though that y'all are like that tight knit. Like, yeah, I, uh, I should like the extent that I have of keeping up with my, 
like past acquaintances and all that is pretty much just like sharing memes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's like about it. And even then, since I'm Most an iPhone time, user, half the time moves with each other, and then like figure out when we're doing D and D. It's like those two things. Yeah. yeah. Well, we also we we talk about a lot of stuff in the chats. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. There is there is generally a very continuous Discord. I will say though, Discord. I feel I feel like iOS has made me lazy because of the messaging, because you can just leave mm-hmm. a reaction for everything, and I just like leave a thumbs up for like. Thumbs up or ha ha. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That explains a lot of things. It, it, and what I mean by that is that anytime that me and my family have been in a group chat and then you've been in a chat with me, I'll see, I'll get a message saying that Sam Butler loved this message. <laughs> and so like, and it reads that out to me. And I'm reactions. like, yeah, yeah. Because um, you're able like, to like the message, right? Yeah. I'm just... So he uh, at the coffee bar, like most of us have iPhones, except for like two people. And we all have a group chat and someone reacted to one of the messages and it popped up on everyone's thing like uh, such and such liked that. And then uh, someone else liked that message. So it just created this massive <laughs> chain of messages, uh, which was like um, so and so liked uh, that that so-and-so likes, that so-and-so likes, that so-and-so. And just kept going. And the three people who didn't have iPhones were like, what the fuck is going on? Why <laughs> Make it happening? stop! What is this madness? <laughs> Tim Cook's done it again! <laughs> Dude, all right, here's my, here's my biggest wish. I wish that iOS would be an app that you could download on Android. If you could, I would rock my Pixel 3 all the time. Actually, yeah. let me redact that statement. I would use it more than how I use it now. The problem the problem with Android, though, dude, social media apps, they don't work as well. Everything works mm. better on iOS. They optimize everything for iOS. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah, I which also, matches? like, all the uh, stuff Apple makes wasn't so interconnected with each other. Because if you try and buy something that's not Apple and you have a bunch of Apple products, it won't work. It's like, really? So, like, yeah, like if you've invested in the Apple company, you can't like switch to Android or anything. It's it's tough. So like I've got maybe this yeah. is why I refuse to switch. I've got Facebook on both my phones, and so on my iPhone, mm-hmm. I'll go do a quick little react to something, and it takes like a second. If I do it on that on that Pixel, it's having none of it. Half the time, it's like, do you yeah. want to report the comment? Do you want to report this? <laughs> yeah, what? you you want to report this, don't you? There's hate speech here, isn't it? I'm like, no, I, I just want to like it. You know, I thought this was funny. I want to put a ha-ha here. No. And they're like, there's nudity here? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, titties everywhere. <laughs> titties everywhere. I mean, the prison's this acting like a dick, but he's not showing it. Like, <laughs> with me here. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's the new way to start, like... To start patrolling the internet, just report everything for nudity, and then just be like, "Nah, he's just being a dick." <laughs> oh Ooh. my gosh! Oh, that's 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 funny. That's comical. That makes me laugh. Yeah, all this phone stuff. But yeah, anyway, I know the big thing. I know you shot me a message when I was uh, uh, on on Instagram, and you're like, "Hey, you're gonna cover Comic Con," and I was like, "Hey, yeah. how about are you gonna cover Comic Con?" <laughs> On, on the podcast <laughs> yeah, why don't no, you come was, on i've been hyped to like be on this podcast um especially covering comic-con because there was some stuff i really enjoyed that's good and 
from what I can tell, you are more in tune with the comics, correct? Eh. Eh. Kind of. I, I really haven't, like, kept up with Marvel DC in years. It's uh, tough. Just because they both kind of gone super off the rails from what i can tell yeah yeah they they definitely do mm-hmm. yeah well like more so than no- comics normally do like dc like has done a lot of questionable arcs like dick grayson is now going by rick and he's a complete asshole <laughs> rick and grayson? when i say rick it's like r-i-c it's uh what? oh really like Rick yeah Flair? and like nobody likes it like apparently he lost his memory and now he has some completely different personality that sucks uh and then marvel has no idea what they're doing because they're doing like a crossover event every month to the point where like no one cares anymore yeah what i i'm trying to think of like the last big event that they did that was like for the comics that was like not i don't know the civil war seemed like the last big one that I'm a complete noob when it comes to the comics. Uh, yeah. Uh, they did like a Civil War two a couple of years ago that kind of crashed and burned because uh, like with the original Civil War, the question was, should superheroes have government oversight kind of like they do in the movies? Right. Uh, the reason superhero was basically is minority. Like uh, if someone has the power to determine um, whether or not someone's like something bad is going to happen but there's a chance of error in it should it still be used. So basically minority report. And like the fact, and literally everyone sided with the fact that, uh, no, you shouldn't use that as absolute law to arrest people before a crime's committed. Right. Yeah. That seems, Um, that seems like a fairly uniform stance. Or at least the readers did, but there's like, they were acting like there would be this huge divide between the heroes and Everyone reading is like, no, literally no one would be supporting this with a yeah. rational mind. Yeah, they definitely missed the point on that one. Because the first one, yeah. it was literally split down the middle, as most people mm-hmm. would be. Because, I mean, modern day politics, you have, it's, I mean, modern day politics, you have the Democrats who want more government influence, more government programs. And then yeah. you have the right where it's like, or you have Republicans who are like, we want less government. and. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah less so, government, but kind of more government at the same time, but kind of long And it also way. showed, and, like, it was one of those things where, and for the first Civil War, it showed the good and bad of both sides. Right. Um, and, like, even in the comics, Spider-Man flips sides, like, halfway through after uh, Mission goes really, really sideways. Yeah, and exposes uh, his and, identity for everybody yeah. in guilt. And there were, he uh, exposes his identity, like, when he jo- joins Tony's side, but there's, like, a failed battle where uh giant man die like gets completely killed by this robotic clone of thor yeah because it's comics uh, and thor because was comics at the time yeah um I, and spider man uh, switches sides and there were like lasting impacts like uh because the act was passed and for a lot of events afterwards superheroes were dealing with the fact that they if they didn't expose their identities they were acting outside of the law and could be brought in by shield. Mm. And then there was even more lasting impact because Norman Osborn ended up taking over shield yeah. after another event. And it, it, everything fed into one another. Whereas currently I think Marvel's doing an event where everyone has the venom symbiote. I'm not sure. What? 
Huh. Yeah, huh. it's it's gotten weird where like there are no lasting impacts. It's just they're throwing characters at the wall and seeing what sticks. The funniest part of the Civil War arc was when the Punisher got involved and found oh, out yeah. that one of the sides was recruiting villains and he straight up killed him. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Cap straight up like just wipes his clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that actually is right after Spider-Man switches because they sick uh, two villains on him while he's like fleeing Tony's ta- uh, like Avengers Tower. He's fleeing Tony's penthouse suite or whatever, and Punisher comes across him in the sewers, caps both the villains, and like drags Peter through the sewers to Cap's hideout. <laughs> and wow. then Cap cold clocks him because uh, he killed two villains. <laughs> It's such a Punisher thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, what do you what do you think about the Punisher series on Netflix? Uh, I saw the first season. I thought it was really good. Like, m- apart from Iron Fist, I really liked the Netflix series, and I kind of don't like that they just all got canceled for nearly no reason. I think are they? Do you think they're going to try to integrate them into Disney Plus? Uh, I don't mm. think so. I think they're a bit too mature, and I think they've come out and said they're not going to try and integrate them just yeah. because they were very, very mature for what Disney Plus is going for. And Disney wants to be very much family-friendly. I was heartbroken when I heard that they yeah. had canceled uh, um, uh, Daredevil. Yeah, that really hit me, too. Man, this uh, last season was still need nuts. To, it, I still need to finish it, because uh, my mom and I usually watch it, because uh, I ended up watching the show. She got interested in it, and we kind of, like, with that and Stranger Things, those are the two shows like we watch together, and we don't like go ahead of the other person on. Aww. People watch Stranger Things like it's hot kicks. Um, I watched it. It's in really, day. yeah, it was good. Um, it was really good. I really liked this last season of Stranger Things. Yeah, we could probably um, talk. And a then I also too. really liked Jessica Jones, especially this last season. I need to watch it still. I, to be totally honest. I'm not the biggest fan of Jessica Jones, but I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to watch the last season. I gave up on. Yeah. Uh, Boy, I haven't watched uh, uh, Iron Fist the second season. Yeah. I couldn't. I did. I watched, or I heard that it wasn't even worth watching the first season. Yeah, that's you, what I you heard. Don't, so, there's yeah. there's nothing impactful that comes from that <clears throat> because all it is is just him trying to get his chi back and you know get the golden fist and. Yeah, pun or the Iron Fist. Sorry, and punching. Apparently, the second season ends him with him being able to like use the Iron Fist like in guns, so he shoots basically bullets with the Iron Fist energy or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, interesting. He sticks the Iron Fist up somebody's butt. You know, which is where most of the writers got their ideas for the show. Obviously, (laughs) yeah, they're like, guys, we have no inspiration here. Pull it out of her ass. All Game right, we got did it. Something very similar with the final season. Un, like that was so bad. So like it's just stark contrast. So like let's start with the casting first off. Finn Jones was atrocious, awful, and anybody hmm. could have told you that with the limited acting amount that he had in Game of Thrones because he didn't yeah. have a big role. Like his role was to just be the good looking dude. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I would argue on that because he was pretty decent in Game of Thrones and in the books. Uh, Renly or not Renly, Loras has a 
bit bigger of a role much bigger if they in the books kind of like especially if they had combined him with like willis or some of the other tyrell siblings that they didn't include in the show he could right. have been a major player definitely he would yeah they definitely yeah. diminished his role in the tv series mm-hmm. but we but we got but we got a bit of his acting chops and it's like and then uh what's the chick's name colleen uh oh colleen wig yeah very uninspiring yeah. The only good thing they had was, uh, I think Kate Moss was in that kind of like, you know, yeah. doing cameos, mm-hmm. which her character kicks ass. Yeah. But yeah, that, that show like terrible. The writing was terrible. Um, they couldn't really get the essence of Danny down because they're like trying to make him like hip and cool. And then you have him like cross paths with Luke Cage on those other seasons. And it's just the most cringe thing yeah. ever. And it's like the uh, his ninety percent of his dialogue is just I'm Danny Rand, the Iron Fist, the uh, protector, immortal protector of Kung Lung. Yeah, Kung Lung. I'm from Kung Lung. Yeah, I lived in Kung Lung. That's a that's a clunky name. Yeah, I'm like, who cares? Versus Daredevil. Yeah, where they just Which, nailed oh those goodness. dude. Vince D'Onofrio yeah. as as Kingpin. Perfect as Kingpin. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Charlie Cox's Daredevil was perfect. Like I have nothing but good things to say for that show. Yeah, and then Foggy Nelson, perfect. Actually, I have one bad thing. The hand storyline in season two felt kind of shoehorned in. Correct. Yes. With Electra, and they kind of like because it, they needed to build up defenders, but like they had, they were hinting at the whole stick and stone storyline at the end, near se- end of season one, and then that went nowhere. Right. Unfortunately right but even then like it was enjoyable to watch yeah well in that that second season that first half when you have that fight with uh daredevil and the punisher yeah or and then or when that fu- hallway scene with the punisher oh my gosh unreal <laughs> yeah yeah do they they nailed those those scenes pretty well but so and just the dynamic between the two characters yeah, so le- this is this kind of presents a good opportunity to segue into those Disney Plus things. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so they just announced what was it, six TV shows, something like that. So it's uh, What If, uh, Loki, Scarlet Vision, and it's four, uh, and then um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ah, uh, okay. I was confused because I thought it was going to be a movie at first. Yeah, no, they kind of like threw up the next two years and presented presented the TV shows and movies up on that timeline. So okay. people were kind of confused on which was coming with which. Yeah, but uh, it looks like it's coming out in November. It looks like that's going to be out in November. And I just Googled yeah. the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney Plus, it's like, uh, here, here are going to be the top ones. Mickey Mouse. Disney's Wonderful World, yeah, Hannah Montana. Like, no, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't yeah, want it. This is going to be Disney. literally everything Disney has produced in Disney. since their inception. And then they're gonna do the mass reboot. They're gonna do the reboot of all reboots. They're gonna do a Steamboat Willie reboot. What? Are you oh. serious? Wait, no, I'm just. I totally. I'm totally kidding. Okay. On that. Okay, but it's Disney say, at this like, point. They are an absolute joke with their creative content right you now, mean, or lack thereof. Yeah, 
I mean, Lion King flopped. Yeah. Lion King flopped big time. They're actually they actually might lose money off of Lion King. Well, it's because people are tired of seeing those reboots, which to be fair to Disney, they are producing some original stuff through Pixar for the next couple of years. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's like their last sequels. Thing. Yeah. To be um, honest, uh it's it's not like they're going to stop the Marvel cash cow at any point, no. and as long as they keep producing good stuff, there's no reason for them to. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be the most beneficial to them. I'm still hoping for some of the Disney B movie remakes like Treasure Planet and uh oh, at Atlantis. First I thought, Atlantis. Yes. Oh, woo. at first I at the <laughs> what were you thinking? At first I thought you were talking about the B movie. <laughs> yo, 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 listen, listen, listen. Of all the movies that need to be remade, listen. We got Lion King. We got Aladdin. Nah, we need that B movie remake. We need the B movie. B movie. Disney's gonna make this B movie. Yeah. (laughs) And instead of using Jerry Seinfeld, they're gonna use like, I don't know, some other Jewish comedian. (laughs) No, they just use Ben Stein. (laughs) (laughs) Or Ben Shapiro. Yo! Okay, listen. uh, I am going to fall in love with uh, Renee Zellweger as a human, and um, because of certain properties of my bee body, (laughs) I might not be able to do that. That'd be a funny. I could see Ben Shapiro trying to throw in some political message into that. Oh, yeah. mixed in with kids in the in the like the lawsuit of, against humanity for taking all the honey it's like <laughs> Ben Shapiro yes cuz they have the courtroom drama yeah. <laughs> like you could totally it just turns into a courtroom drama and like a serious courtroom drama <laughs> we've, we've cracked it <laughs> Disney give us a call we know what your next movie masterpiece no no guys guys how about this Alex Jones is the uh, prosecutor. (laughs) As the investigator? As the prosecutor for the bees. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, Your Honor. I have it on very good authority. These bees have been hacked by the CIA. And they're putting toxins inside the honey to make our children gay and autistic. Not to mention the bears. And the bears. The bears that eat the honey. The bears is really just a metaphor for gay people. That's really all it is. <laughs> Switches to a scene of a bunch of large dudes with hair. <laughs> Beards. Like, hey. Oh. oh, my gosh. Alex Jones hates Ben Shapiro, too. That's what would make it even funnier. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like the perfect duo. Before he got banned, he had a huge tirade about Shapiro. Really? Huge. He's like, oh, come here, Shapiro. Oh, he's like, you're beholden to all the money makers, aren't you, Shapiro? <laughs> he says it just like that. And he's like, he yeah. starts going into like full-blown Texan mode. No. So since wow. I've been watching a lot of Naruto, I compare it to like when Naruto goes into sage mode. That's when Alex goes into Texan mode. Oh, no. And he's just like, oh, Ben Shapiro, we're going to give you a nice, fine ass whooping down here in Texas style. You keep preaching them bad things about me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alex, please calm down. Unreal. I, man, I'm, I miss Alex Jones. I wish I wish he I wish we could reverse the ban. You know, minus the hate speech, yeah. minus the hate speech. 
Just memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The oh. memes that came from that man. Yeah, they were great. It was like, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Infowars.com is still up. You can go listen to his stuff if you want to. Yeah, but we ain't paying for that. Yeah, you know what? Nah. Wait, I forget. Is Infowars a paid subscription? No, or? but he goes on the air for like three hours at a time, and you're just like, how do I wade through these ads for these, these? extreme <laughs> al- extreme men vitality male vitality it's, it's super male vitality super thank right. you I mean, oh so sorry the next natural meme just make fun of the ads <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much oh my gosh pretty much alex jones is definitely not stonks not stonks, stonks. yeah okay so i've got the list up here um oh here we go marvel at sdcc uh, Marvel Phase Four. Phase Four Studios. So okay, so that's a movie, Black a movie, Mano. a movie, 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 a movie, and a B movie. B movie. There it is. And Disney buys the rights to Shrek. Yeah. <coughs> is it true they bought out the the rights for Blade? Yes. They're redoing Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade. We're going to talk about that later because I am. Ooh, I'm giddy about that remake. I am too. All right, all right. We got the list here. Okay, first up, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Thoughts? Uh, I think it should be good for a couple of reasons. One, they're bringing back Daniel Brühl as Zemo. Ooh. Hmm. And he did like a teaser thing where he like basically threatened them and then put on the purple mask he wears in the comics. Oh, okay. Uh, and then also, it seems like kind of the first season's arc is going to be around the government not happy that Falcon is Captain America now, and that he's working openly with uh, Bucky, since oh. Bucky's kind of a wanted terrorist. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Wait. Well, I just well, don't. I I don't understand why is he playing the role as Captain America? Because did you not watch Endgame? No. He hasn't seen. Anything I haven't seen since Infinity Ragnarok. War. Oh, and you're probably not going to see it. Probably not until they come out on Netflix. uh, Basically, Captain America grew old uh, with Peggy and then gave the shield to Sam to be his replacement. Correct. Sam is uh, Falcon. Yeah. Falcon, yeah. And then Peggy, wait. Falcon Punch! Wasn't Peggy... Carter, yeah. So basically, Cap went back in time to live out his life with uh, his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cherishable. Yeah, and then he came back to the future and he was old. I, yeah. I, like, oh, and that's what the meme... Oh, that's what no. The meme, no, I don't yeah, think, I think I will. I will. Oh, no, okay. I don't think I will. I wanted it to be Clint Eastwood so bad. Clint Eastwood would have been Yeah, so I thought bad. it was for a couple of seconds. I'm like, is that Clint e-? No. Could wait, you imagine just, like... just the camera turns to him and he's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Colin, did you ever see Gran Torino? No. Bro, you need to watch that. It's so good. We as a household, we watched it a few weeks ago. So freaking good. Clint Eastwood, I'll just as a racist old man, was just... It's like racist, but not like... Yeah, okay. Not he... cross-burning. <laughs> no. It's no. a really good movie that really highlights like a lot about prejudices, but then it mm-hmm. also shows that like at the end of the day, a lot Redemption. of people... Can... A lot of people can reason with each other mm-hmm. that literally we're walking sacks of flesh and blood yep. and bones. Like, yeah. We're people. We have emotions. Yeah. At the end of the day, when you strip it all down. Yeah. So 
yeah, yeah. highly recommend 10 out of 10 it's a good one i'll have to uh watch it at some point you will but that, 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 I, I only mentioned it because, like, I just would – I want, like, the grumpy old Clint Eastwood from that movie just to come in and just be like, you know, I don't think I will. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry. So, okay, that's the explanation behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Falcon now so, being Captain America. My, my yeah. bad. Falcon is now Captain America. Did not America. mean to interrupt. What if the government hates him because he's black? I mean <laughs> – I mean, I okay. Be surprised. Weird flex, but sure. <laughs> They're like, we need to talk to the CEO of racism. <laughs> this ends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It should be interesting. I really like the dynamic they've built between those two characters. Yeah. Too, because they kind of like. Go ahead. They respect each other, but they also kind of jokingly hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see how Anthony Mackie does in the spotlight. I think he'll be yeah. all right. And you know, Bucky's kind of the the silent type. Yeah. Here's uh, yeah. here's my concern: Are we going to see a diminish in quality because we're taking movie characters and now we're turning it into a TV show? I wouldn't think so because, like, dare, again, going back to like Daredevil. That was a TV show, and it was it wasn't apparent. It had like a TV show budget. It looked to be like it they were funding has it as a, well like, as they could. I'm thinking about here's the thing that I kind of have to detach from is thinking about like <laughs> let's say uh, Winter Soldier, and I'm thinking about the yeah. helicarrier scene when Cap's flying or uh, riding away on his motorcycle from yeah that base, and I'm thinking about the grandeur of that. Mm-hmm. And how does that translate over to the script, to like a TV show? Yeah, well, well, a lot I of times mean, it's iffy. Agents like, here's a good example. Pretty well too with um, scenes like that with a TV show budget. Yeah, and then so the other thing too is like, here's a really good example. Look at Jessica Jones. The combat yeah. on Jessica Jones is awful, and it's not choreographed well. Mm-hmm. So well. To be fair, that's because uh, it's coming from the view, uh, well, at least her choreography or her fighting style is more of just street fighting. It's not refined. True, but like the shots on it too, like the way she jumps yeah. in the air, it looks kind of funky. It's not smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know how, I, I hope it translates well to where I feel like I'm just watching another part of a, like a mini movie. That's what yeah. I hope. But it might be a little difficult to see, especially because you've got a lot of like flying going on with Falcon and mm-hmm. all that. So I hope they don't get skimpy with that budget. Yeah, so do I. I don't think they will because what the uh, Mandalorian got a huge budget so they could do everything right on that. So I'm imagining they'll do the same for their Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah, they like I read up on the Mandalorian a little bit. That was one of the first things that popped up on Google when I typed in the, the Disney plus mm-hmm. lineup. Actually, the Mandalorian yeah. was like the first one. Yeah. On there. That's that. I am stoked for that one. I am too. Um, I was okay. stoked as soon as they announced, uh, Pedro Pascal was going to be the lead. Oh, no way for reals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much just going to be Ober and Martell in space. <laughs> <laughs> Obert Martell in space. <laughs> the Viper Fleet in space. space. Noise. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as they like introduce him the same way they introduce like his character 
as threatening as they did uh and well they did for Oberyn Martell with that showdown he has with the Lannister sh- soldiers in the brothel yeah like that would just be perfect to introduce like his character for the Mandalorian sometimes when I get bored I just go back and watch the fight between him and the mountain mountain ah makes me sad man because that game of thrones series was i'm sad it's over i am too and Bummed. i'm sad it went out the way it did yeah okay yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna tangent too much my friend michael house yeah. and i already had a full like yeah, two I, and a I, half I hour episode to a little bit of that but let's let's get back on to uh the disney plus correct shows. okay here's the next one wandavision i'm interested in that because i think they said it's supposed to take place after endgame but After Vision's Endgame. dead. Yeah. Well, but Vision's dead, so I don't know how that's going to work. Well, maybe they'll just make I, him without a stone. Maybe. Or they may be going more towards Wanda like becoming mentally unstable like she did in the comics after Vision died. Where oh. she just kind of like starts bringing him into existence and like children they could never have into existence because she couldn't deal with the fact Yeesh. she lost him. Yeah, because her whole thing, like in the comics, her big thing was like she could alter probabilities and realities and stuff like yeah. that, correct? Yeah, like she she is extremely powerful in the comics. Like that uh, scene in Endgame where she basically forces Thanos to suicide his entire army just to save himself is pretty much on par with how she is in the comics. Yeah, I'm glad they got something. Yeah, because like it's like she's more than just the chick who throws around red psionic whatever yeah it's like she's a lot more than that like way more she's way more than that yeah interesting though yeah that okay yeah my interest is peaked Mm -hmm. and she also also, go ahead i this is kind of jumping into the movies but i am so hyped that she's gonna be in the doctor strange movie and that was what i was gonna segue into and i was like yeah i we'll get to that one so we'll we'll go over the movies Mm -hmm. next yeah um Okay, next one. I am very stoked for this one. Loki. Loki. Uh, that's going to be good because it's um, set uh, right after he disappears with the uh, Tesseract in Endgame. So it's what he got up to while he was free. Yeah. Still yeah. Tom Hiddleston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still Tom Hiddleston. Tommy Hiddleston. That's good. Isn't it? It's, it's, it, it's an alternate reality, right? Of kind shenanigans of. he gets up the to? The timeline's kind of wonky after Endgame. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and who better to mess with all of the time-traveling nonsense than, than the god of trickery and Than the god of mischief. trickery yeah. and mischief. Plus, uh, the god know, of trickery and mischief is actually Vergaden, okay? Sorry, I, I, what? I, I yeah. just went into our D&D stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have a cleric that is just... A prick and just i try to throw yeah. a wrench in every situation that i can and sounds about right <laughs> yeah so um yeah it, but yeah he worships he worships the god of like luck and trickery and all that but anyway another nice. another tangent and all that but anyway but um, yeah yeah so that should be super good it should be good tom hillstead is an amazing actor i'm pretty sure he can hold the uh audience's attention for an entire series oh yeah yeah everybody loves everybody loves loki did you see yeah. the video of him um doing sign language with a fan out um like on set 
No, I didn't. How cool. Look it up, dude. That it's awesome. super cool. Tom Hiddleston is just like an amazing person. And then he just has like a charisma as Loki that yeah. really is unmatchable. Yeah. He's he's legitimate. Like, yeah. Big time. I would highly recommend looking at that video. That's like the heartwarming video. Because the fan mm-hmm. is like, wait, this dude knows sign language? Yo. Yeah. What? He can sing too, like really yes. well. He's got bars, dude? Yeah. Because um, he uh, played Hank Williams and I saw the light, and he did all of his own singing in that. Yes, really, he did. Like you remember yeah. that? You remember that kid who uh, the yodeling kid? Uh huh. Yeah. So that song was Hank Williams, and there, yeah, mm-hmm. like you can see him doing that same song. Yeah, and it's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, big. I time. already like Tom Hiddleston, but there you go. Yeah. As if you couldn't like him anymore. He was on a really good show called The Night Manager. Hmm. highly recommend it's like a six-part miniseries and it has him and hugh laurie in it and hugh laurie is basically oh. an arms dealer and tom hiddleston has to like infiltrate his operation so nice yeah highly recommend it uh next up check it out i know little to nothing about this what if so what if is a uh basically a line of um comic books where they take some famous event and change it slightly so it creates like an alternate timeline. So like, what if Peggy became Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? Oh. Mm. Or like, what if uh, Tony like never got out of that cave in Afghanistan? Mm. Oh, 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 oh. So, um, what if the Mandarin been... had actually been the Mandarin in Iron Man three? Well, actually, we are going to talk about that in the um, yes, movies, in the movies, the Mandarin. Yeah, the Mandarin's actually going to show up in the movies. Which I am stoked for. Yeah. Stoked. Um, But yeah, so it's just going to be like one episode, you know, one episode, you know, it's an animated series where they're just going to take one what-if scenario and run with it. All the original actors and actresses are going to be voicing their respective roles. Yeah, because the Uh, list on here, dude, it's Mm -hmm. like starring and the list is just off the charts yeah. it's literally like almost every person that has ever been mm-hmm. in one of those movies the only um, the only there's... difference it looks like jeffrey wright is going to be the watcher yeah so usually it's from the point of view of the watcher um so yeah there have been a couple famous ones i hope they adapt one of them is what uh the avengers never found captain america oh mm. And so, like, they don't have that much of a moral center, and it kind of goes in a different way. I forget how the comic goes, but it would be interesting to see that in the movie, how the movies would go if that happened. Interesting. Yeah. Interessante. Well, I, I mm-hmm. my interest is peaked. All right, and we have Hawkeye. I'm excited for that because it's Katie Bishop. So in the comics, Hawkeye trains a replacement called Katie Bishop, and she is really interesting character and kind of a smart ass. And (laughs) she's just as good as Hawkeye. Like if they get the dynamic they had in the comics down uh, in this show, it will be really successful. I also just just jumped into the middle of a paragraph here, and it says the show will also explore Clint's time as the assassin Ronan. That should uh, also be interesting because they they hinted he got up to some really dark stuff in Endgame. And I would like this to if they go that mature route, I would really like to see it. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see because it would be 
it would be a good replacement for Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, that 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 really visceral stuff. Yeah, because even from that tracking shot in Endgame where he just takes out the entire uh, building of Yakuza, I'm like, oh, they watched Daredevil before they filmed this scene and thought, we need to make this PG-13. <laughs> right. They're like, hold up, hold up. Now scale back that gore. Yeah. All right, on to the, on to the movies. Movies. Right. Okay. We have Black Widow. I'm interested. Uh, it's supposed to, from what I've read, it's supposed to take place between Civil War and Infinity War, and basically be around what she was up to during that time. And she like goes back to Russia to deal with her, like the people who created her. Back to Russia. Yeah, uh, David Harbor is in it. I just read that as Alexei yeah, as Alexei Shostakov. Alexei. Yeah. Or Red Guardian. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I've i always been kind of interested in Black Widow's backstory after they kind of teased it in um, Age of Ultron and went nowhere with it. Right. Because it could get really psychological and really delve into a character that a lot of people are meh towards at best. Yeah, well, they well, it's because they don't explore the depths of her character because, yeah, you know, she's got that. She's a former Soviet killing machine or espionage mm-hmm. superstar. Right. And, you know, she has to really sort out her alliances, and that's not easy because yeah. it's literally brainwashing that it that happened. Yeah. And that also caused a lot of people to doubt her, too, when, mm-hmm. you know, she was with S.H.I.E.L.D. and she was trying to do the right thing. So, yeah, that'll be yeah. interesting. All right, here's one. Eternals. I know nothing about this. Ditto. Uh, I know that basically they're, I don't want to say God level, but essentially god level like characters in the uh like galaxy or universe so it's gonna be off of earth yeah. um hmm. i think ego from guardians of the galaxy 2 was considered uh an etern- like eternal level uh all i know is like angelina jolie's in this um richard madden angelina madden Maddow, the guy who plays rob stark is in it oh yeah 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 uh, and then there are like Salma Hayek's listed too, right? Yeah, Salma. Like the casting, the cast looks great. I have no idea how the actual movie's going to be because I know nothing about these characters. All right, so let's see. The Eternals are a strand of humanity with superhuman resilience and strength, as well as other more individual abilities created by Celestials after experimentation on archaic humans millions of years ago. They defend the Earth from various threats, including deviants, who are the evil threats, including... No, who are the evil uh, versions of the Eternals created at the same time by the Celestials. So, hmm. yeah. I kept getting it mixed up with the Immortals. Oh, yeah. Which flopped. You mean uh, the uh, Inhumans? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, the Inhumans. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a train wreck. That show had such potential. It did. You had Ramsey Bolton as your political scheming villain, like Ugh. great casting, and you just dropped the ball. Yeah. Well, I was interested to see how Black Bolt, like, I'd love to see him just, like, come on screen and just, you know, whisper one word and then boom. You know? Yeah. No, Black, like, the Inhumans are interesting. I'm glad they at least, like, went along those routes and explored 
the Inhumans in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. But it would have been great to see, like, Black Bolt show up in that final battle in Endgame. Because you could oh imagine gosh. just seeing a... Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't just have been whispers fair. a word. Half of Thanos' army just gets flown back. <laughs> he, like, literally just whispers, like, hey. <laughs> He's, like, the most does powerful... The sho- wait, wait, no, no. He does the shoulder touch move before doing it, though. <laughs> huh? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he does the... Uh... He's like the ASMR champion. Yeah. Like one utterance from him and yeet. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Next up, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I don't know that much about Shang-Chi. I know he's supposed to be like the master of martial arts in Marvel. But I do know that Mandarin is showing up in this movie. Yeah. So Which, that's like the Ten Rings they're alluding to is uh, not only the terrorist organization they had in Iron Man, but Mandarin's Ten Rings. The actual power. Ten Rings. Yeah, Ten the, Rings. The cosmic Ten Rings. Yeah. Which, yeah, hated that they did that in, uh, in whatchamacallit, in Iron, Iron Man 3. 3. Was, yeah. I hated that movie so much because i didn't hate like i i didn't like that they pulled that bait and switch but it wasn't a terrible movie it wasn't thor the dark world oh thor the dark world was so bad yeah except now i have a soft spot in my heart for it after endgame yes yeah but uh, the greatest achievement of that movie making people think uh you know what i will go back and watch the dark world <laughs> yeah you're like i think there is some value in this movie um but yeah it says on here it says uh um that it will it's it's gonna have the mandarin which thank goodness that dude was badass in the comics yeah it sucks that we can't see iron man fight him yeah i'm kind of disappointed about that but on the other hand we got a great arc for tony in the movies yeah fantastic um but yeah i mean as long as they don't screw it up i mean i'm more excited to see how they handle the mandarin than they do mm-hmm. with shang chi i honestly had never heard of him until they announced it <coughs> but uh it's even funnier because like the actor who got cast as him like i'm guessing this was when he got signed for it was uh but he tweeted at marvel like a year or two ago he's like hey any chance i could like play someone in a movie and then you know afterwards he retweeted it he's like oh holy shit (laughs) (laughs) like well careful what you tweet for yeah all right here's the other one we mentioned earlier dr strange and the multiverse of madness i am i am really excited for this movie because uh one um kevin feige was like yeah just have you both seen far from home yes no Far from home spoilers. Uh, he's like, yeah, just because Oops. Mysterio lied about being from an alternate dimension doesn't mean they don't exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch teaming up is something I've wanted to see since they both, like, cleaned house in Infinity War and Endgame with their powers. Yeah, because they are very powerful people. Yeah. And there's a lot of gravity that comes from their decisions. Yeah. Like big time, so I am definitely anxious to see how they, how they uh, approach this movie. So uh, the other people looks like Rachel McAdams and Chiwetel 
Edgy of four. Yeah. Because yeah, he played so, Baron Mordo. Yeah, and then his girlfriend or love interest from the first movie. Right. So that'll be that'll be cool to see. I'm stoked. Yeah. Also, they said this is gonna be the first like scary or horror yes. inspired Marvel movie they're doing. So right. I'm interested to see how they do that too. Yeah, how are they gonna tackle the horror genre? Yeah. Hmm. I'm a little skeptical, but I'm also excited. Yeah, and just seeing like what they mean by multiverse. Like if they, you know, drop some cameos in there from like, you know, either the Raimi Spider Man movies or like some animated stuff or what have you. Which they might, because in Far From Home, um, what's his name reprised his role as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Uh JK Simmons. Yeah. And then in Spider Man two actually, uh, when they're running through names to call like Doc Ock in the paper, um, someone throws out Doctor Strange and J. Jonah Jameson's like, No, there's already someone with that name. <laughs> oh I was so stoked when he popped up, especially oh, because was... it made it look like InfoWars. <laughs> I, yeah, well, that's how it is in the uh, Spider-Man uh, PS4 game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I was glad they did that. I had to, like, scrape my jaw off the floor when he showed up on screen. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, one one tangent that I think is okay to touch on. Far From Home may have been one of the best Disney movie or one of the best Marvel movies that I have seen. Like, yeah. Spider-Man-wise, I'd put it at the top or near the top. I would... I, for me, I put it second on par with Spy- um, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. The top for me is still Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. I, for- I keep forgetting about that one, but that was so good. It was so good. Unbelievable. Which makes me hope even more that we we can see Tobey Maguire show up. <laughs> yeah. Old, battered down Tobey Maguire. Slightly obese. Toby Maguire. That'd be I awesome. wouldn't hate it. I would not hate it either. And it's less if he got like got to like say some of his other like funny one liners or yeah. if he referenced his Pizza emo time. stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that'd be lit. But yeah, man, Far From Home was so good. And it was. I, I didn't have high expectations for the movie, but holy crap, like I'm glad they did mysterio the best way they possibly could perfect i was nervous about they did mysterio perfectly they included the fishbowl helmet yeah and it didn't look stupid um and you got a really good story centering around peter and like kind of touched on the core of who he is i did see a really funny meme today where you know where uh, in the previous or, or not the previous in the movie where he's like everywhere i go i see him and uh, yeah, somebody changes to like everywhere I go, I see her, and it has a picture of Belle Delphine, and no, it has it no. holding a vial of bathwater. Gamer girl. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go about the meme where they did Harambe. Oh, <laughs> Harambe is. Well. And he just holds it. He's holding a picture of Harambe in the, yeah. the zoo. <laughs> oh man, the memes, the memes. The goof names. All right. Thor Love and Thunder. What? I'm also kind of pumped for this. So stoked. I mean, the bar is already high. TV is back. They're doing um, Jane Foster getting Thor's powers, which should be interesting. Yeah. Valkyrie's back. Yeah. And Taika yeah. Waikiti did such a good job. Or Waikiti, oh, yeah. sorry. He did. With Ragnarok. Yeah, because he embraced like, oh, no. 
Thor, most of Thor's comics were a massive LSD trip. I'm just going to enjoy like the ridiculousness of them. Yeah. The only way it could get better is if uh, what's his name, Beta Ray uh, Bill. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill shows up. Yeah. Oh, one can hope. I will poop myself if he shows up. I will literally. I mean, he was. Uh, his statue was in um, Ragnarok as an Easter egg. So yes. I will I will literally poop my pants in the theater. If I'm I, if, glad we're a couple states away so I don't have to worry about being next to you if that happens. <laughs> yeah, oh. but I live in the same house as him, so <laughs> goodness gracious. We can always make arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, you want to come out and visit? Or uh not any time around Love and Thunder dropping. Or you know what? Let's head back for Love and Thunder. Okay, Jesse, let's Heck go yeah. ahead. Let's buy plane tickets for November fifth, twenty twenty one. Okay, that sounds good. I just kind of had like also, a mini the... like panic attack because I'm going to be 30 when that happens. In 2021. Man. Holy balls. Colin, we'll be 25 or 24 yeah, respectively. I'm going to be 30. Bro. Ew. No, I'll be I'll, I'll be turning 26 like a few weeks later. Oh, no, no. Yeah, November 21st. I'll be turning 26. I would have been turned 26. You know what? We might, just, we might just have to surprise you again. Mm-hmm. Like when Jesse came home. Yeah, that yeah. was great. And surprised everyone. That was everyone. great. Yeah. Um, regardless, I also love the logo for the movie because it looks like He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like it's straight like 80s up inspired. like 80s hair metal inspired. Yes. Love it. Did you see um, the the fan dub where they took uh, the Captain America picking up the hammer? Um and they put the immigrant song over top of it. No, I didn't. I saw the one where they, uh, I think they, um, yeah, they uh, intercut uh, Thor arriving at Wakanda over it, Ooh. like that theme. Yeah, super that cool, cool too. Yeah, dun, dun. yeah, those are super legit. Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be a big one because like. The way the the style that he had for that movie was so radical and so welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that put I'd definitely put the 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 previous Thor. I'd put that one at like in the top five for the Marvel movies. Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah totally. It's so good. Ragnarok. 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 That's like one of the last Marvel movies I saw. Ragnarok. Wait, when did Doctor Strange come out? Twenty sixteen. Uh, before Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With Benedict Cumberpatch. All right. Barker Snorkel Cumberfatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is the last one. Ben Blade. Rocker. I'm excited for Blade. Unbelievable. <laughs> Mahershala Ali is a just unbelievable actor. I mean, I'm pretty sure they just saw his outfit in Kira, and they're like, oh, crap, we have to gas this guy's blade now. <laughs> they're like, do it, do it, do, do it, it now. We don't care no, that he no, was in Luke Cage. Alita, Alita Battle we Angel. can forget that. Luke Cage has already been scrapped. He never mm-hmm. existed. Strike it from the record. Or what happens is, is his character just got turned into a vampire. Yeah. Well, half no, vampire. Half vampire. <laughs> half. Like, here's the thing. I- I'm okay. Those, like... Those blade ones that they made were so like '90s industrial metal ish yeah. type movies that was like, 
I can't help but like these a little bit, but they kind of sucked. We watched them recently, haven't we? Within the last six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched them like three or four months ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I just kind of hope they make sure it's like R or very, very hard PG-13. Yeah, I don't want them scaling it back. Which yeah. is, we don't know what Disney's going to do because the other big question mark with our movies is Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I know they came oh. out and said we're not going to tone down Deadpool. Oh, thank goodness. That's good. Yeah. Deadpool does not deserve to be toned down. Now, do down. you think Disney will just do you think disney will distance themselves as much as possible from it or well how can they i don't know well think about it there's so many moms there's so many like activist moms who oh please like deadpool (laughs) even when it was coming out with fox had a bunch of you know quote-unquote activist moms complaining about the fact that i had no idea what kind of movie it was when it was rated r (laughs) <laughs> just don't take your kids to a rated R movie. Do you remember when they when don't they, do it? Do you remember when they thought it was going to be like a love movie? <laughs> Deadpool. Oh, yeah. yeah. They With re- a name like that. They released a trailer with uh like Celine Dion. Had, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they had like adverbs of Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds laying on his side with like roses laying all around him. And oh my gosh! And as long as they keep the marketing department for the first two movies for whatever they do in the future, no one's going to complain. Yeah, one hundred. Jesse, we went and saw that when it launched. Yes, we do did. You remember? I do. It was you, me, Logan, Logan and, and Dante. Bort. Oh, it was Dante. I thought Dante we took Bort and Bort. And no, there Bort? were five of us. Oh, okay. A uh, North. Northern Ohio snowstorm to go see that movie. No nice. way. Yeah. It's worth it. Because I was up in Kent when it came out, and I was like, screw it, I'm going to go see this. And, like, it was just, you know, snow coming down sideways. Like, I was pretty sure I was not going to make it, like, to the theater <laughs> or home. But it turned out okay. You're like, you know what? I don't care. As long as I can see this movie, I don't care if I die on the way home. Totally worth I'll die happy. Worth that. Yeah, we, when we saw Deadpool, there was a mom and, like, little kids in the oh, theater. Oh, yeah, there were, Why? it was the I same just... on the one I saw, and I'm like, oh, you are a terrible parent. For real. I'm like, wow, you are, like, <laughs> grade F parent right. Yeah. There were like a mom. There was a mom bringing her little kids to see uh, Logan when that came out. Oh in gosh! The I saw it oh no! They show like titties in the first like minute of the movie. Oh, <laughs> I was crying as hard as those kids were at the end, though. Logan, Logan was a good movie. We went and saw that one. Yeah, too. we did see it. It Man. was that one was you, me, and Logan. That was a sad movie to watch. Yeah. It's good though. Really good. It's one of my favorite like movies. Period. Yeah, not surprising. Yeah, it's a even good one. even taking the you know the X Men factor out of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's still just a, you know a great movie. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so one tangent: Do you think that they will have they will have Hugh Jackman reprise his role as Wolverine? I don't know if they will or not because I've heard conflicting uh, reports on whether or not he's willing to reprise it for Marvel. Well, my... <sighs> he can still do it. Have you seen pictures of him? He hasn't aged a bit. Yeah. Well, who no, are they? Like, who are they going to do? I know Hugh Jackman is immortal, but he also, uh, after Logan came out, I was like, "Yeah, this is the end of this character's story. I don't see the point in appearing in another movie." All right, Hugh. Have you ever heard Hugh. of money? <laughs> Hugh. Hugh, man. Hugh. You were you know getting what, Fox Hugh? money before. Let me introduce you to Disney money. <laughs> <laughs> Stonks, stonks. <laughs> oh, 
And besides, who would they get to replace Hugh Jackman? All right, here have here are some people that they've touted. Uh huh. Charlie Hunnam from oh yeah played Jack Teller played Jack Teller in um um and Sons of Anarchy. Okay. And as much as I love Jack Teller, and as much as I love Charlie Hunnam, I don't know about that one. I don't know. Yeah, I would say maybe Tom Hardy is probably the mm. best that they could have. Oh, well, um, well, the, well, the problem is that he's got his Venom stuff going on. Ben Affleck. <laughs> no. Clearly the superior choice. All you have to do is put Sam Harris on set <laughs> with him and have Sam Harris speak like facts about like, you know, atrocities in the Muslim culture. And just watch Ben just <laughs> Bruh! racist. You're a racist. Literally produces claws <laughs> and just hacks away uh, at everything. Have off a tangent of that. What do you guys think of Robert Pattinson as Batman? Oh, oh no, mm. no, uh. no, 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 no. Okay, all right. Hold up, hold on. Let me. Okay, okay. Here's why. It's not because it's Robert Pattinson. It's we're going to bounce around in another in another Batman direction because Ben Affleck was like the older yeah, grizzled grizzled uh Batman yeah. who had clearly been affected by the death of Jason Todd. Mhm. And you know when he saw the crowbar was like, "Oh, crap." Like, you know, brought back yeah. a lot of bad memories. Um uh, we're going away from that because they can't make like Robert Pattinson doesn't look older than Ben Affleck. Sure, they'll they could put it more makeup on him and stuff like that, but like, but would they go why? with another with another like unless further they like the... make him Richard Grayson or something? But <sighs> I, I personally, I have no strong feelings one way or the other about Robert DC, Pattinson. DC's entire like movie continuity is fucked, anyways, because they like shot themselves in the foot on trying to compete with marvel without doing any of the work if they needed to do right yeah, yeah. they rushed they rushed justice league yeah bad. that was um, wow that was a so bad i movie. wouldn't be surprised if it's not even connected to that timeline whatsoever and it's a younger batman yeah Which, i think personally he's a fine actor yeah yeah i don't and, doubt his ability to do well i think i think he'll do fine it's just I, I I was to be honest. I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I did yeah. too. Like when he was, he was cast, the best I was thing like, about yeah, those movies. That makes Easily. sense. That's gonna be a good Batman. Yeah, I I I liked seeing the older one, and then Batman versus Superman was such an atrocity because that story arc in the comics is just amazing. Because yeah. it's not only the fact that Batman beats Superman; it's the fact that he is old as shit when he beats him. And, and like it builds up to it. That's not the entire point of uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Right. Like it's it's a build because they're kind of at odds with each other during that entire arc. Right. All right. Here's what needs to happen for DC to. We'll get back to Blade in a second, but here's what needs to yeah. happen for DC. DC needs to double down on their animated movies. Look at agreed. Look at Spy mm-hmm. into the Spider Verse. Look at how well that movie performed animated right but they gave it a theatrical release dc's yeah. high point their animated movies are fantastic they're they mature are. they normally have a pg-13 rating 
problem is is that they're short. They're normally they normally last no longer than an hour and fifteen minutes, but they take care of it well, and it's engaging. It's it, it's an engaging thing to watch. So why don't they just double down on that? Make a movie that lasts an hour forty five to two hours. You know, put a little bit more into the budget to I don't know go a little bit crazier with like your um with your casting or your art direction or things like that like just double down on that for a little bit let the dust settle and just do a hard reboot on on everything in DC except for Wonder Woman everything yeah i agree with that too and they need to stop well they stopped doing this once they realized it wasn't working but stop making every superhero be a variation of batman yeah because yeah. they did like Man of Steel was pretty much, oh, I'm Batman. I'm brooding like I'm Batman, except, you know, I'm supposed to be Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually take some time to understand why the characters are popular and what the core of their character is and not just be, oh, dark and brooding and gritty does well for all of our last movies because they were Batman movies. Or how about they do this? How about they throw every dollar that has ever been printed in in u.s history why don't they throw every single dollar at christopher nolan and have each movie have batman in it so batman and green lantern batman and the flash batman and green arrow batman and dark side like that could work too i mean i mean because nolan knocked it out of the park with his three movies absolutely You know, wait, Batman and Kite Man. (laughs) (laughs) Batman and Professor Pig. (laughs) That was one of them on. uh, What was that? Arkham Knight? Batman. Arkham Knight. Yeah, he was one of the villains in Arkham Knight. Oh, my God. Professor Pig is freaking screwed up. Yeah. Batman and Man Bat. (laughs) Yeah, because they have Man Bat. Yeah, he's a a villain. Gosh, they have so many people. The Batman universe is just. Kind of cray. Gargantuan. I heard like they... almost every villain Batman has has some compelling story arc associated with them. Yeah. So I think so. I can't remember if if I heard it correctly, but I think they're gonna do Court of Owls for a game or a movie. I think it's That's a game. That's been a rumor that uh, Rocksteady's developing a uh, like Arkham Court of Owls Ooh. type game, but it hasn't been confirmed. They kind of teased it with some with like this cryptic tweet, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did that in a movie either, because that's a really solid storyline. Yeah, could be. You get the right people on the job. Most of it goes well. You know, the other problem that DC has is just it's the name that they carry. So yeah, it, the fact that they keep making they still make good money off those movies. Mm-hmm. Because it's all about how you do in the first two weeks of the box office. So you pipe this movie up, and they're like, oh, cool, it's Superman. Let's go watch Superman. And, you know, you've made your money back in the first two weeks, and regardless of how good the movie was. Well, that didn't work for Justice League or Batman v Superman. Like, they didn't make their money back in the first two weeks on those movies. It The revenue dropped off after, like, the first few days. How mu- How much did they lose on those? Uh, I don't remember. I know they didn't even cross like the one million mark after the first day. Yeah. What about a uh, Suicide Squad did okay at first? Yeah. Suicide Squad did okay. Wonder Woman did great. Aquaman did amazing in theaters. Yeah. And then what about Shazam? 
Shazam, I think it also did decently well. I can't. I just can't. I can't get around to watching that movie. I think the only one I'm gonna watch it if it's if it's is if it's free somewhere. Yeah. I just can't. Like I I know it's like critic critics and audience both love the movie. I just I can't get over the fact that his arms are fake. Like they are stuffed. It looks like a Halloween costume. Maybe. I mean, is. but that's kind of like. It kind of fits the aesthetic of the character, you know, being a kid trapped in a super, well, in a superhero's body. So that'd be what right. they thought of. Yeah. But, but you know what? You give that dude two years to get bulked. You give him a nice, healthy dose of stem cells and <laughs> steroids and kittens. And he's going to. Wait, know, what? <laughs> kittens. You're like, wait a second. What? Yeah. You, you absorb the, 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 the feline agility and. You, yeah. Calm down there, Alex Jones. <laughs> they are making chimeras, okay? These people are soaking up the souls of poor little kittens. First it was the frogs, now it's the kittens. These people. Anyway. Um, basically, DC is a shit show, and it needs to stop. It needs, it, yeah. They just need a hard reboot. They just need to throw in the towel... And uh, except keep Gal Gadot around. And Please keep Gal Gadot. And, 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 and Henry Cavill. And keep, Henry uh, Cavill was perfect casting for Superman. They just can't give him a good script. Yeah. And they also need to keep uh, um, Jason Momoa. Yeah, as Aquaman. Yeah, like I, I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but people love him. Yeah. And he like is pretty much what Aquaman was like in the 90s when he had, you know, all the hair and the hook for a hand and all of that stuff yeah yeah he's kind of like the more like hardcore yeah style of him but yeah one other tangent before we get back to blade henry cavill did you see the uh trailer for uh the witcher of course i saw the trailer for Ooh, the Witcher. boy i am stoked I for that that was traveling around the interwebs quite it looks speedily. so jesse i'm the one who posted it in our discord <laughs> I, I know that's exactly what i'm saying oh, it's it yeah. is quickly pa- been passing around the interwebs including our discord server i yeah. was a wee bit skeptical at first when they launched the stills oh yeah but holy crap it it looks like they shot that movie or they shot that series pretty well yeah i just you... love the shot of him um I don't want to say juicing up, but using one of the uh, mutagens at the very end, and you're like, "Oh, that's why people hate witchers." Yeah, uh, and so, Henry Cavill is still jacked out of his everlasting mind. Yeah, what in the world? He is a cut being, unreal. He is, and with the silver hair and the being an absolute unit, he. <sighs> looks like he could be a Targaryen in one of the Game of Thrones spinoffs, depending yeah. on what era they're going for. Yes. Yeah. Robert Baratheon wouldn't do anything against him. No. Robert Baratheon would get his crap owned. Actually, I don't know. Robert before, like, Robert during the Rebellion was actually kind of a badass, but then Robert... Yeah, he, like, was nothing but pure muscle during the Rebellion, but he kind of, like, had no reason to keep up his strength, so he kind of <laughs> fat and lazy it's like vin diesel in the first fast and furious versus vin diesel in the last one he was in (laughs) like exactly you're like (laughs) that the when he hits hit uh rhaegar 
on the trident like he just crumpled his entire breastplate yeah his hammer yeah it was brutal i love looking at the artwork that people have made to like depict that and it's just like it's scary looking anywho um okay back to blade yes mahershala ali perfect perfect casting i couldn't think of a better person have they even announced the director at this point or is it just you know we have mahershala ali as blade i think that's it isn't that all you need Grant, yeah, that's all I really need because that was perfect casting. And the way they did it, too, of having it be the very end was just great. Yeah, it was perfect. And uh, he, I mean, he looks like he looks like Wesley Snipes. Yeah, he looks like Blade in general. And the cool thing about Mahershala Ali, too, is he's a, a former college basketball player. So... He he's athletic. He, he got them hops. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna be difficult for him to get in shape for this and you know be intimidating. And the cool part is is Blade is you know gonna be part of that like rated R gritty stuff, which mm-hmm. then might pave the path for a good um, Ghost Rider movie. Hopefully, yes. Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. Yeah, just throw in the. Ghost Rider Moon Knight maybe bring Daredevil back, but have those more street level gritty heroes as a franchise. Yeah. What was what was the group that they formed in the comics? Uh, might I think had it was the times. Marvel Knights or something. That's what it was. It was the Knights. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Doctor Strange was part of them. I think uh, he was. Doctor Strange was also part of the Defenders in the comics because the Defenders were more towards like metaphysical beings as opposed to, you know, street level crime. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then in one of because in a bunch of those arcs, like Mephisto and Blackheart are always popping up, and like yeah, they're kind of like the baddies in those that are kind of more intimidating mm-hmm. ones. But I think this is paving the way. And I, to be honest, I was a little skeptical on how everything was going to end with Endgame and like what where are they going to pick up from this. But like, dude, Disney's not going anywhere. Like yeah, they're they're well, all, they're they in for the long haul. Introduce like Mephisto or Blackheart in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Ooh, that'll be neat. Or hint at their existence at least. Yeah, and it's going to be more horror aspect. They may bring in those more like demons and hell beings. Yeah. Ooh, I I th- ooh, that's got me stoked. That's got me stoked. All right, and then mm-hmm. just to Kevin Feige also confirmed that we'll have Black Panther two, um, Captain Marvel two, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, uh, James Gunn says he's not doing Volume 3 until he's done with uh, Suicide Squad. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, because James Gunn uh, is doing the next Suicide Squad movie. It's not even the next Suicide Squad. He's completely rebooting it. Oh, even better. That's Yeah. I mean, it worked okay for Spider-Man doing a quick reboot within, like, Mm -hmm. a couple years, so might as well. Um, But the one thing I'm really stoked is, and they also hinted at new Fantastic Four and Mutants movies. Yeah, he did confirm those are in the works, but they're not coming out within the next two years. They just wanted to tease the next two years of uh, what they were making. Well, thank goodness, because, yeah, I mean, the Fox merger is still, you know, they, you know, the the ink is, you know, barely drying as we speak. So, um, well, you know, Fox had the entire X-Men universe, which in itself could be its own little mcu yeah they tried to make it a franchise and they decided (laughs) not to pay attention to continuity whatsoever (laughs) 
Yep. Fox is like, what is that? What's continuity? What does that mean? We're going to go back and reboot this in the 60s, but it's still part of the same timeline. <laughs> We're going to reboot uh, it without rebooting past, it. There are two separate timelines now. We're just going to uh, reboot yeah, it in the yeah, movie. Guys, we're having this movie set in the 90s, and Professor X and Charles look, or Professor X and Magneto look the same way they did back in the 60s, and they're easily like 60, 70 years old now. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. You're like, oh boy. Yeah, freaking X Men. Um, Have you guys ever seen a Pitch Meeting? No. No. The series. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's essentially like a comedy series where they take like, this guy takes different movies and stuff and just runs through what it would sound like if you, for, from an outside, well, what the pitch meeting would have sound like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like badly and explained like, every movie Every time pops. someone points out like a bunch of flaws that seem obvious, uh, the guy pitching is like, okay, what I'm going to need you to do is get off my back about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, uh, one of my favorites is badly explained movie plots that they put on Twitter. Yeah. Love that one. That sounds a lot like what it would be. All right, here's a question. Who do you think they should cast as Doctor Doom? Ooh. Uh, kind of a tangent. Uh, for when they do Spider-Man 3, I think they should do Kraven as the villain and Keanu Reeves as Kraven. Oh! That'd be nuts. Because, like, when you see him as... When I've seen him as John Wick, I'm like, yeah, just throw the animal skins on him. That That's Craven. That'd be kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, who they're throwing that one. But... Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. I, uh... Alright, I'm gonna throw one out there. John Hamm. Yeah. I could see John Hamm. But I could also see him more as Norman Osborn. Oh, that too. Ooh, that'd be yeah. cool. Hmm. Just Jesse, like, who would you throw in as Doctor Doom? Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the superior choice. At first I thought you were going to say Ben, ben Affleck Eads. is always the superior choice. <laughs> we have a friend Senpai named e. We have a friend named Ben and he's like one of the most lovable people in the world. Mm-hmm. Not like an evil bone in his body. No. When he said Ben, I thought, wait, Ben. Ben Eads? <laughs> ben what? <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm, yeah, because remember, boys, I don't remember actors. I don't know a lot of them. Y'all throwing out names yeah, I'm that I'm like. like I'm drawing a blank because you also have to try and think of what actors haven't been in Marvel movies at this point. Right? It's like, right. Who, who hasn't? Uh, ma- actually, maybe Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr. So uh, he he's kind of a minor actor, but he's currently uh, he currently plays uh, Homelander in The Boys, which is an excellent series. Oh yeah, I keep seeing ads for it, and I'm like, oh, it looks okay. It's really good. I recommend seeing it because it's it's pretty good, and his character is like a sociopathic Superman. Oh okay. Hold on, I'm gonna Google him. What's his name? Anthony Star. S T A R R. Oh, he's got. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could see him. Cause like with how he acts in the, uh, in the boys too, it has kind of that same vein as Doctor Doom, where he 
he's kind of focused on more like extreme results to save the world. All right. Here's a Dr. Doom candidate. Danny DeVito. <laughs> now that is no, clearly guys, a superior guys, choice. The real Dr. Doom candidate, <laughs> Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> In his Venom costume. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Here's another one for Dr. Doom. It's very controversial. Okay. Kevin Spacey. Hmm. Let's just collectively wipe our minds that he diddled children. Uh, I was uh, going to uh-huh. say, if All he right. hadn't diddled children, I'd say yes in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he hadn't diddled children. If he didn't do that one thing where he was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson, he diddled children. And you know what? Nobody gives two shits because his music still plays all the time. Like I mean, that's fair, but it's not like he was getting a bunch of uh, record deals when the news of, or accusations of him diddling children came out. Uh, so, I mean, it was in the 90s. It was like late 80s, early 90s that they came out original when they first started. Right. Uh, it was probably more 90s than uh, 80s then because he was still, you know, young in the 80s. Have you watched uh, Leaving Neverland? I have not. Oh, watch we, it. We watched it as a household. We watched it as yes, a household. You came down in a red suit. Yes! <laughs> you listened. You listened to the Jesse story. <laughs> that's a loyal That's a loyal uh, audience member for you. That is a loyal audience member. That makes you want to keep recording more and more and more so you can partake in the goodness of what it was like. Actually, remind me, I found the video. I recorded it when he walked downstairs. I have video proof of it. And we can't like we're we're all collectively dying because he walks down the <laughs> stairs in a red jumpsuit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Not my best I choice in pajamas that night. Really though, Kevin Spacey as Doctor Doom? Yeah, that would be pretty good. Because yeah. Doctor Doom is never physically imposing. No. No, he was just mentally imposing. Which that's Kevin Spacey. And intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin Spacey using his crazy mind powers to diddle children. And children diddling powers. <laughs> Wait, that's him being physically imposing, so I mean. <laughs> strike him! Nope, nope, strike he's gone. Him. Nope, nope, strike him from the list. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Christoph Waltz. Oh, damn, that'd be good. He'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> What about um uh, for a second I thought he was gonna say Christopher Walken. <laughs> well uh <laughs> Well Christopher Walken could work too. What? Well, okay. Alright, what about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, stop, Nicholas. We're gonna steal the Tesseract. I uh I recently watched a film with Nicolas Cage called uh, The Lord of War. Oh, it's not a bad one. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was going to say, I've heard that's actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I watched I mean, it. Nicolas Cage isn't honestly a bad actor. No. He just takes any role he's offered because he wants to act. Yeah, yeah. Which is an ad- ad- admirable, Which to say we need least, to have a but... movie night. We need to have a movie night where we'll watch the movie with him and uh, Hayden Christensen. Um, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's like the... Uh... Last Witch Hunter or something. Is, wait, yes, something like that. It's like a it's like a Crusades movie. 
Yeah. And it's got like huh? a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that wait, is that the B movie? The one with that that he's like <laughs> The B movie. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> no, no, no. No, the one where he's like locked his head is locked in a a cage with bees and they st- and like Oh, that's the no, Wicker that's Man. Wicker Man. Oh, okay. Bees. Bees. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Yeah, no, that I want to watch that movie just to see how bad it is. I want to collectively laugh with people as we watch it. Outcast. It's called Outcast. Outcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we're gonna have a movie night and I'll watch Outcast Let's do it. and just laugh at how <laughs> shitty it is. Um, I watched a Nicolas Cage movie recently called Mandy. Mandy. I heard that was really good. I that was one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. What like, was the plot? It's weird, but it's like artsy, weird, and good. It's artsy, weird. It's a little too artsy for me. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies where I feel like I'm not cultured enough, and I'm like, I'm missing something. I'm like, I am swine. I, I watched it because, dude, the reviews it's gotten from both audience well, and critics. Well, well, what's going on in the movie? What's what's Nicholas? What like what's the plot? It's just trippy. His girlfriend Nicholas Cage is essentially on like a revenge path. His girlfriend gets okay. Spoilers for anybody who's gonna watch it, but his girlfriend gets burned by this murderous cult. Uh huh. And he basically goes and kills them. But like, it's weird because he has a bunch of like hidden abilities. Like he forges this weird, this weird axe, and it's very weird looking. Um. He also has that. Like he goes and uses that to kill people. He also has a scene where he is like literally it's like a chainsaw attached to a chain and he's throwing it around. It's weird stuff. Like in the way it's shot is just super funky. They don't have the opening credits for the movie until like halfway through. Like it's just a weird, very artsy movie and the way it's shot too. Um, it, it, it's odd. It's very, very odd. But a lot of people liked it. Okay. Not my type. Not my okay. not my type of film, but doesn't sound like my kind of film either, but sure. Yeah. It was very artsy, but Yeah, that was that was the Marvel. That was that was Marvel. That's all the Marvel stuff that, you know, it's coming out. Who cares about yeah. DC? They suck. I think we got enough jabs in on DC. This meme we posted do. by Marvel Gang. Hey, one one thing that you had also mentioned too, uh the Watchmen panel and the Game of Thrones Watchmen, panel. Watchmen, yeah. I didn't really see the panel, but the trailer has me hyped. I am stoked, dude, because HBO, like, I can't think of a show that HBO's done where everybody's like, this sucks, besides, like, the last season of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Um, Well, I'm also interested, too, because it's following uh, the comics as opposed to the movie. Right. And uh, from what it looks like, it's either modern day or, like, at least a decade removed from where the comics take place because they're able to see like dr manhattan on mars and obviously rorschach's journal got out yeah i just don't want to see blue dicks i wouldn't be surprised if we saw some of that because it's hbo oh damn it you're right i just don't want to see massive blue wieners throating through the sky i don't want to see that again To be honest, like, to be honest too, I don't even want to see naked chicks in the movie either. Like, it's a superhero movie. I don't think of naked women when I think of superheroes. Like, well, it's not even a superhero. Well, it's not a movie. It's an entire series they're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, Watchmen is not is 
very much not supposed to be a traditional superhero thing. It's supposed to be, you it's know, dark. take the modern world and inject superheroes in it and see what happens. I will say, I watched The Watchmen again not too long ago. <laughs> Just to kind of refresh on it. Rorsatch, they killed it with him. Especially when yeah. he goes in the prison. <laughs> I'm not stuck in here with you. You're, You're stuck in here, here with, with me. me. And then throws uh, the the grease in the dude's face. Yeah. Unreal. I was going to say, like, they had everything to make that movie work. The problem is the graphic novel was literally written to be unfilmable. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are so many themes and so many, like, things going on, like, even subtly, that once you take them out, it's an inferior product. Well, I'm stoked because they're going to have The Watchmen, and then also we have uh, His Dark Materials. Yeah, I need to read His Dark Materials. Yeah, I've put that on the list. I think I could do that. I like fantasy novels yeah. a lot, so mm-hmm. I think I could. Yeah. And the the, the 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 movie that they did piqued my interest enough. Like, It wasn't great, but it had cool elements in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard it completely misrepresents the source material because they took a bunch of controversial stuff out. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Well, because isn't it supposed to be like the antithesis of uh, of uh, like uh, like Narnia in a sense? Because like, uh, kind of. Because like C.S. Lewis. That, like, go ahead. Yeah. So it's supposed to be the antithesis of Narnia. I also heard that they take shots at religion. It's not. It's not a completely anti-religion book, but they there are very uh, strong views on state-controlled religion in the book. Yeah, great. Teach your kids about how fucked up religions have been over the past, like, yeah, however many years. Like, yeah, please do. <laughs> please, by all means. Like, it's a great thing. Instead of just teaching them all religions are good, like, ah, a lot of them got skeletons in the closet. Speaking of skeletons in the or closet. Or little boys. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, little boys. Um, Speaking of skeletons, like, uh, I mean, taking, taking a crazy... Um, um, Left turn. Yeah, my brain just shut down. Left turn at Albuquerque. Have you read about all the all the bones that they've been digging up at the Vatican? What? You're right. That is a left turn. What? <laughs> you haven't read about this? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. All right. So in the fall of last year, they found the bones that they think belong to the remains of a girl that had been kidnapped near like the Vatican. Okay. And the family was just onto they're like they the Vatican had to have done something and the older brother has been investigating them for years and when they did the testing on it, they're pretty sure that it matched up with with her True. but the thing is is they have found so many bones they've been finding remains all through the Vatican that's not good dude it's like it's an alarming amount of of yeah. bones that they found and like enough to where the Vatican can't just be like, oh, these are the bones of the saints that we hid underground. Right. <laughs> that we hid for too long. <laughs> it's for a lot. Depends on context. Let me see if I can find how many bones they've had. But yeah, so the new the news broke in the fall and then they've just uncovered more. Yeah. Like even more. That's bones. crazy. Vatican. But they're scary, me. I mean like like part of me thinks like at the height of its power, the Catholic church just ran the world like straight up. Mm-hmm. 
well, it's like, do you really think they're going to relinquish all of that power? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they've, like, ordered people to be killed. Like, right. Oh, they totally did. I mean, they did during the Spanish Inquisition and during a bunch of different wars over Protestants or Catholics. Uh, so here, okay, so here's one that the, that it broke. The bones found in the Vatican Cemetery are too old to belong to the missing teenager, Emanuela Orlandi. So she was the one that was, um, that that had been the, the big kidnapping case. Yeah. But they say 24 bags of bones exhumed from Vatican Cemetery yield no clues in girls' disappearance. But there's just more bones upon me. It's not just in the cemetery. It's just, it's all over the place, dude. It's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. Vatican says no recent bones found in search of uh, ossuary. My Ooh. ass. You really going to trust oh, those boy. people? You gave them their own private country. Yeah. That is literally like if Salt Lake City were just completely barred off mm-hmm. for the church head, for like the Mormon, for the LDS church headquarters. Mm-hmm. That's like literally the same thing. That's nuts. Like. Agreed. They've got to be up to like, nah. I'm, I ain't buying it. I, I'm not. I'm not buying this thing. We're like, oh, it can't be anything. Nah, they've had some people killed, especially because the way that they deal with all the kids getting diddled, they want to get it out of the. They want to keep it out of the light. They'll do anything they can to throw hush money towards the victims. Yeah, like, and then they just play uh, three card Monty with their bishops. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh boy. Yeah, surely, surely did. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just relocate him somewhere else. It's like, uh, what? We sure, Hold we're on. sure he won't cause trouble there. Oh, we're relocating him again. It's like, where will the priest go now? Where in the world are all the, where in the Catholic? World? Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you just throw those dudes? Like that also just shows that they don't care about laws and land either. Because yeah, first thing you'd do is you'd let him go get prosecuted. Right. Like straight up, be like, "Yeah, you yeah, diddle kids. Let the local law take care of it." The other thing does too is that it Catholic diminishes church. the effects of good priests. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're super good people who legitimately believe in what they do. They dedicate their entire lives to doing yeah. that stuff, and they do. They have huge changes, or they usher in great changes in their community. But, but their values diminish because everybody chalk everybody equates priests to child diddlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. It's messed up. That's messed up. But yeah, anyway, all that stemmed from Watchmen somehow. I, I, I can't trace it all back. But right. Watchmen's going to be nuts. And remember, you said yeah. we're taking a left turn. Well, especially since they touch on the fact that like the cops are now wearing masks. Yeah. Because um, vigilantes or whatever broke into their home and like started hunting down cops so the cops have essentially become masked heroes which like everyone in that universe was against yeah very interesting also um that fbi agent is silk specter from the comics um it's heavily implied the uh dude in the cowboy hat is night owl because oh. you not only see his ship oh. or you see his yeah ship in the trailer ah uh, interesting interesting yeah um and then you said there was also a game of thrones panel that they had at, at san diego there Comic-Con. was it was a train wreck they didn't allow audience questions and 
all the responses were actors going back on what they had said about like criticisms they had with season eight along with the fact the entire panel was word for word uh what their interview was for entertainment weekly like right before comic-con oh yeah awkward. um oh. and then the showrunners actually did not show up at the panel what they canceled last minute due to quote unquote conflict of interest not conflict of interest but a scheduling error or something but it was super uh. last minute Huh. Like, minutes like after before. a bunch of fan reaction, they come back and they're like, oh, we're not dealing with this in person. We're just going to go back to hiding on a private island. Huh. Well, interesting. Huh. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't. I have high hopes for the shows that they come out with afterwards. Yeah. No, I, it's not sullying my opinion on what they're going to do afterwards. I'm excited for the spinoffs. I'm just. Maybe it's good just, that they didn't do that panel, that they just, you know. Try to ignore all the like, quit letting people just continue to like, you know, hang up on the on the crappy parts of season eight, you know, and yeah, just because it really tar- has tarnished the reputation of the entire series. It has, which sucks um, because seasons one through six are absolute masterpieces. Yeah, the finale of season six is probably the best episode the show has ever put on. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. And like even part like the first two episodes of season eight, I thought were great if they had led anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, there was just so many plot holes. I just wish they could have done yeah. ten episode seasons. Well, HBO offered them you know enough money to do ten seasons, ten episodes apiece. Like they were like, listen, you can do whatever you want to make this a good story. And D and D had the showrunners had uh signed that contract with disney to do three star wars movies and they're like yeah we want to work on this so we're just going to cut off the show right they cashed we're out. not interested in it anymore yeah. which is unfortunate to say the least they jumped ship yeah traitor um, also they wappity wap. also they left out if they were still trying to go for what the books were going for they left out some really important plot lines from the books because they didn't like them what would you consider the biggest plot lines that they left out because I've read all the books. Young Griff. Yes. Young Griff, yeah. definitely. Young Griff. Because Young Griff was Quentin Martell, correct? Uh, no, Young Griff uh, is... Varys is saying he's actually uh, Rhaegar's son, Aegon. Oh, you're right. That's what it is. But it's very heavily implied in the books he's um, a Blackfire. Oh. Uh which is this Targaryen bastard dynasty that's been trying to take the throne for uh, about a century or so. Yeah. Um, and in the books, it's explained the Golden Company never breaks a contract and that they were founded and united by the dream of putting a black fire on the Iron Throne. Uh, in the books, they break their contract with one of the free cities to fight for Aegon, which is weird in two aspects. One, they break their contract. Two, they would never try and put a Targaryen on the throne. That was a little odd because it sucked in the show because you like, oh, the Golden Company showing up? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, they did nothing. Yeah. I think how it's going to happen in the books is Aegon's going to take King's Landing and end up on the Iron Throne. Daenerys is going to reveal him to actually be a Blackfire. 
because uh, in the book she's called Slayer of Lies, and there's this whole thing that she's going to unmask the Mummer's dragon or a false dragon. Right. And no one's going to care because Aegon's going to be the first good king they've had since Robert. Right. And that's when she kind of snaps because she's not being greeted with the love and respect she had in Essos. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, it kind of sucked that, like, John Connington, you know, that whole... Yeah, John Connington has some good storylines. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm also mad with what they did to Euron because he has some great... He has a yes. great story in the books. I said the same thing. Euron is downright feared by everybody in the books. He is the scariest villain in the books, especially with the sample chapters they released of book six where he's trying to turn himself into the drowned god yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah because you have those and chapters just walks around in valyrian steel plate armor yeah and then you have those chapters um where uh, uh whatchamacallit where it's like you have the lord of light with um that one Greyjoy. Um, oh um with uh victorian yes yeah, those were cool. the The biggest snub that pissed me off was Strong Bellwas. That made me so sad. Yeah, Strong um, Bellwas was the best. Also, they like completely killed any interests anyone could have had in Dorne. Yeah, gone. Because the because um the conflicting plot lines they have between crowning Daenerys and crowning Marcella is a really interesting and fleshed out plot line in the books. Well, and then you also have Quentin who is off doing his thing. Yeah. And it would have been cool to see him get charred by the dragon. That would have been so yeah. lit. No pun intended. <laughs> I was going to say nice pun. <laughs> um, nice. Nice. But yeah. And like even adding Quentin in the show would have, uh, had made it more significant when John writes Ray Gal in yeah. season eight. Because right. it were really established, no, only people with Targaryen blood can ride dragons or tame dragons. Like this is, this adds to his claim on the throne. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot that was left out. Which, yeah, I hope Mister Double R Martin can get his crap together and finish this. La this uh, the finish these books. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think he said he's going to be at um, like a con in Australia or New Zealand, and he basically said if i do not have this book finished everyone has the right to jail me in this country until uh i finish winds of winter <laughs> he's a tease, it's like though. it's like either this year or next year that he's supposed to be there what if he dies Can i do? hope he doesn't Please but don't. he does have like a master list of where all the plot lines are going so somebody could continue it someone could continue D &D. it. dnd yeah. No, <laughs> everybody. No, 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 no. Colin, Colin, Colin. Just hand the script over to Critical Role. No, <laughs> they nice. just—they actually turn it into a D and D campaign to see what happens. <laughs> it just goes off the rails <laughs> completely, big time. Jesse, D and D is the shortened version of uh, David Benioff and D B Weiss, the showrunners for uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we're so, not talking about Dungeons oops. and Dragons. Although I think it'd be would be hilarious to like give control of the characters to like just a bunch of random people. <laughs> yeah, and then all right, no, oh. no. Like I said, give it the critical role. Matt Mercer runs it. 
all the characters are all the main actors are are playing these major uh individuals one thing i wanted to touch on which i find pretty interesting san diego comic-con is like the big baddie of all the comic cons yeah <clears throat> comic cons like it's kind of crazy to watch the evolution of a comic con Cause that used to be kind of a, it wasn't as like a like a well embraced thing. It's a bit more taboo. No. Yeah, well, not taboo. It was just like it was for geeks. Yeah, like okay, again, like D and D or anything else that's like was considered ultra nerdy like 20, 30 years ago. It's become a lot more popular with just how our pop culture has transitioned. Right. Yep. It's interesting to watch the phenomena because it's just. You know, now it's, I mean, also having how comic books, you know, how much it also speaks to how well the Marvel movies turned out for the most part. Yeah. And the hype that they generated, you know, putting that on the big screen now. I mean, now you have Conan O'Brien doing like his entire show for that week at Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really crazy Mm -hmm. to see how the cons have uh, have turned out. I still have never yeah. been to a Comic Con. I haven't either, but I've wanted to go. I think it'd be neat. I've been to uh I've been to Fan X here in Salt Lake. Yeah. Which is like it's essentially Comic Con, but they couldn't call it Comic Con because copyright. Uh I went to uh, I went there in last October, I wanna say. I went with my buddy Ben. Uh his girlfriend at the time had 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 free tickets um or free entrance it wasn't tickets necessarily no it was regardless so we went to like fan x for a day and it was pretty enjoyable not gonna lie lots of plus cosplayers lots of panels lots of cool things you could buy well overpriced way overpriced but it was a good time I will say, like, the one before, like, I leave this earth or before I die, I got the, uh, like, the Endgame re release poster from my theater. Yeah. And I yeah. really want to get Robert Jerry Jr. to sign it. That would be stupendous, gone. Yeah. Because it's that um, drawing of uh, the Iron Man gauntlet with We Love You 3000 underneath it. <laughs> Oh, system. Ah. Boy, you done effed up. Ow. Recent, yeah, I had something, I had some type of notification pop up. Boy, you're going to have to cut that computer, hard. And then just <laughs> raped our eardrum. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just reset, reset, reset. Raped our eardrums. <laughs> Zoiks. We'll fix that in editing. We covered a lot, and we're about to hit our two-hour mark. Oh, shoot. Yeah. It went by quick. Yeah. It did. I'll be super honest with you. Uh, It's it's what? It's 11 o'clock here, and I know, Colin, it's like 1 o'clock for you. 1. It's 4 to 1 here. Okay. Like, this has been exceptional. Thank you so much for calling, uh, for coming oh, on, Colin. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're going to have you on again. Most deaf. I'm I'll be more than happy to be on again. Yes. Yes. Um, last time I was in Ohio, I brought recording equipment with me, and I only recorded one episode live. 
But next time I'm in town, I want to do a better job of scheduling stuff. Do live shows. Sounds good. So then we might link up that way. Because I'll be yeah. back in yeah. September for a wedding. Um, so we might have to link up for that. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I should be in town for September. So I probably won't be back until next July. Because use a scrub. <laughs> You're not even going to be back for Christmas? Homie. Do you realize what enabled me to come home this time? A lot of blowjobs. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? So you don't like that type of uh, enticement? Well, it just ain't for me. Like, first of all, it depends. Like, am I the one giving the blowjobs? Because that ain't happening. That's gay. <laughs> Nah, just kidding. Well, it is, but but by, it ain't by definition. By definition, <laughs> if I do it, is gay. Anyways, yeah, mm. freaking Jesse. But anyway, but yes, I know how you got here last time. I figure you'll at least be working. Yeah, I mean, it's just like like the the only reason like I I, I couldn't make it of my own accord is because I had no money. Well, we could talk about big stuff because Jesse's got a. Je- Jesse's got a gun. Boom, 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 boom. Seven, actually. Uh, he has many guns. I have many. That's the remake we're going to do. I need to have Steven Tyler. There you go. He's like, Do you remember the song Jenny's Got a Gun? Or Janie's Got a Gun? Now, can you no. change it to Jesse? Cross Country has the best Jesse-themed uh, remake, which is Jesse's Lawn Has Got It Going yes, On. Yes, Jesse's Lawn Has Got It Going On. Jesse's Lawn. It's finally been mowed and I've waited for so long. Oh my gosh. Jesse, Jesse. Jesse Sloan. But what, what were you going to say? No, uh, uh, yeah, so Jesse's got some big stuff in the works right now. Uh, yee yee. Do you want to announce to the class what you've been doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so the boys back home already know, and lots of people here know now. Oh, well, what about the interwebs? The interwebs? Well, yeah, I mean, sure. Like, uh, so I've, uh, recently uh, been offered a job from the Utah Department of Corrections. What? <laughs> Thank you, Colin. I had no idea. There's no uh-huh. way a guy from the Department of Corrections called me. I thought it's because you needed bail. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence, bud. You're like, it's finally happened. Yes. Jesse's gone to jail. Finally, he snapped. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. And Click. I'm not paying for it. Wow, what some kind of friend you are. But yeah, yeah. I uh, For the last couple of months, I've been working with the the, the lengthy uh, interview and application process for the Utah Department of Corrections. Um, and I got accepted. And so I've signed offers with them. And I start the police academy on uh, Monday, August 5th. I wish you luck. Yeah, tomorrow is my last day at my current job, and I'm excited. Nice. Yay. Big things in the pipeline for... Big things. For Jesse. Yeah, Academy's 13 weeks. Y'all boys are invited to the graduation. Not obligated to come. Okay, yeah, we are also broke, so we may not be able to make it out there. You're also going to have to send us details. I'm I got not, you, fam. I'm not at all expecting. I'm just going to live stream it. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, what, are you going to pay for eight of them to come over here? Seven like, of them? Nah, fam, I got y'all. 
I'm gonna get you yeah. bus tickets. And that's pretty. That's pretty much like the biggest thing in my life right now. Yeah, well, that's yeah. cool. And uh, we are going to be moving to a yes, we are new place, dude. Not gonna lie, these net this week is gonna be hella busy and hella complicated. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah. So uh, our contract ended in our current place that we're living in right now. Uh, we are now moving to Orem. We will be living behind Target. Just a hop and a skip. Goodbye to all my expendable income. Yes. <laughs> Target. Thank you, Target. It's, in, it's literally within walking distance. It's a bad situation. I, I'm i going to be screwed. I'm just going to be like, oh, I'll just run over to Target really quick to just, you know. I <laughs> grab, need, a, grab you this or that. Bring you, know the shopping cart. you could just bring the shopping cart home like most people here do. Yes. I'm going to jack that shopping cart. I'm going to write my name on it. <laughs> Put a little balloon on it and everything. Sam Butley. I'm like, this Butler. is mine. I'm going to be like, you know what? I could have sworn I've been missing some magic cards. I think I'm going to go grab some more from, you know, just a booster pack. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> fine. And then before I know Come it, back later with an entire, like, cartload of magic booster packs. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. And then, you know, it's also kind of one of those bigger targets, too. So, you know, they've got. All the food there that you need, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. clothing, games. Because that the equivalent for that now is Smith's, because Smith's is a two minute drive from where we live now. Right. So I spend a lot of nights just going to Smith's and buying random food, and you know, and and now that's going to be Target. Yep. Pretty much. It's going to be Target. This week is going to be hella nuts. Yeah. See, I, uh, I have a better handle on my finances. I just buy unnecessary shit online. Like Amazon, dude. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's nuts. And they have one day shipping now. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, um, because of a thing we talked about, I ended up buying Long Claw and then Aragorn's sword from Return of the King for the house. Right. No way. That's super cool. Dude, and Amazon Prime two free two day shipping? There's no reason. I still have my glaive back home that I used when we used to not do LARP. It wasn't LARP because there was no role playing. You just beat each other. We just beat each other up with with weapons. <laughs> oh yeah, LARP kind of like has drained my disp- discretionary income too. That yeah. yeah, it just those that crap's so expensive. I uh I had a gla- I had a glaive and a halberd, and but my glaive was my absolute favorite because it was like an eight foot tall, um, and oh my gosh, that thing just. It's it's like a cheat code using that thing. It's ridiculous because yeah. because it's a pole. No one has yeah. defense against it. It's a pole arm. So so the mm-hmm. thing is is like and I, I sometimes we do shield breaker with it too. So like you have reach. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy weapon. Right. The other thing too is the way that the the like the way that it's made. You could choke up on it if somebody got in your grill, and then you know it's just like having a sword with you like. You couldn't you just a really long sword. You couldn't stop that crap. And then, yeah. And if you were trying to keep people at bay, you just like choke down on it and just swing that crap around and keep people away. <laughs> like it wasn't fair. <laughs> oh, the good old <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, uh, left, right. A B start. Lay back. Start the Konami code. <laughs> Uh, yeah well really, really thank you so much for coming on colin it's been nice talking oh yeah to you. thank you so much for having me it was a good time it's been lit and for all those listening make sure to like comment share subscribe stop drop and roll bop it twist stop. it pull it may Beat. the force be with you
<laughs> there you go. Yes. Then it is treason. Treason. <laughs> <laughs> How about we have an entire episode dedicated to Sheev Palpatine? Oh, I could do that. You you do not want to throw down on my Star Wars knowledge, man. Oh, yeah, it'd be perfect. You spout all the knowledge, and I just get giddy like a little schoolgirl the whole time. Right. You know, and and boom. And I'll well, sit there I mean, just being like, yep. The exact, usually, whenever I spout Star Wars knowledge, no one gets giddy like a little schoolgirl. They run away screaming. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's doing it again! It's probably why I'm still single. <laughs> Oh no! Hey, there's somebody out there in the galaxy for you. Yeah, doesn't matter if they're man, woman, fish gills, or carpet walking carpet. Hey, you know what? If you go to the Area 51 raid, bro, are you coming? <laughs> it's in Vegas, you know, if, homie. If I uh, if I show up, I'll probably find someone right before you know the bullets rip through me. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, you find true love, you touch their hand, and then. <laughs> bullet rips right 50, 50 cow bullet just rips both your hands but yeah seriously uh watch the boys on amazon okay i'll make okay. sure to do that and uh yeah that that's the big thing watch the boys and thank you amazon for sponsoring this podcast not god i wish <laughs> dude if i had that budget oh my gosh life would be amazing mm -hmm. but anyway all right folks yes and we love your engagement too like our great fan colin here uh, as ascended from fan to guest. Yes. To guest and special contributor, which you can do too, because we love feedback. So let me know. And all know cost me you. was one discretionary uh, sex act up to Sam or Jesse's uh, choice. <laughs> That's all it takes, and you can get on the show. <laughs> Sexual favors. <laughs> All right, Colin, it's been great, folks. <laughs> Let's sign off. Toodles. Good night.